Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Vox. That's V-O-X-X, Human Performance Technology. And what is Vox? What we're looking at is wellness and lifestyle socks, insoles, and 24-hour wearable neuro patches. And Brian, I've actually worn these socks before, and I love them. Okay, I think they're good. great. Yeah, so that you know they have um, independent studies that show that they've uh, or, or, you know can help increase stamina, endurance, and recovery, and and uh, you know some stability, and uh, you know a whole lot more. So we've got information on this on our website. Uh, so definitely go and check that out at twofitcrazies.com under uh, podcast sponsor tabs. Who else are we sponsored by, Christine Conti? We are also sponsored by Conti Fitness, the best in online and personal training, a little mindset coaching as well, yoga, whatever you need, ContiFitness.net. As well as High Five Health and Fitness. So we create positive change in your life with online health coaching from High Five Health and Fitness. That's HighFiveHealthAndFitness.com. Again, all this and more on our uh, podcast sponsor tab on the Two Fit Crazies website. Go check it out. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Uh-huh. Episode... 103. 103. I think things are getting crazier and crazier as we're into the hundreds. Getting? Or maybe just myself. Okay. So we had an amazing guest today who is making, you know, we talk about the ripple effect. Absolutely. And uh, is making huge ripples in the world. And his name is John Gallo. John Gallo Fitness. Oh, my gosh. Results. He's got... Now I'm fit, um, stretching programs, corporate hospitals, 25 plus years in the fitness industry was in construction and what an awesome story. And I love people that are adding value into other people's lives. You know, it, it is, That's it's, a, it. it's a great story and, it, and he is, he's adding value to people's lives. He's leading with fitness and he's leading with helping other people and, you know, it's always a combination where you kind of can't go wrong with that. Well, I guess you could go wrong, but you know, like a lot could go wrong. But you know, it's like if if that's your if that's your role in speaking with John, you know, we we get a good feel for the type of person that he is, and he's somebody who cares. Um, you know, he's somebody that was has, like you said, been in the industry for a very long time. Uh, you know, working with Bally's and working with uh, you know some some twenty uh, four uh, hour fitness and and uh, and you know some of the, these different companies that have been that have come and gone, and he's taken. Taking all of that knowledge and all the business acumen and all the stuff that he's you know that he's uh, that he's worked with and he's brought it back and it's just he and his wife now and they're 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 doing a good job with a small boutique gym here in New Jersey um, but along the way he's also you know developed some of these programs the stretch therapy program that he's working in corporate and uh, wellness uh, corporate wellness situations now he's working with hospitals he's working with you know large corporations and uh, man just providing value to people's lives and and in a sense maybe giving them a little bit of life back through uh, some of these programs that he's uh, that he's rolled out. Stretch and flex. Stretch and Damn. flex. It's it's amazing, and I hope that everyone out there looks into this because he really talks about the value of just taking some time, even you know your hectic work days, and you know maybe go to your employees. Reach out to Brian and I. Reach out. You know we're going to put all this information obviously is up on our website as well. But the value that. You can add if, you know, if you do run a business or you're someone who works for a company, that value that maybe 15 or 20 minutes in your day could add just moving or adding some flexibility and stretching, you know, maybe 
you know, there is some value in anything that just gets your mind right. And and for the trainers and for the, you know, the, the uh, hands-on uh, therapists out there, there's uh, opportunity. He does these, he's uh, doing a certification program uh, for people to take his, you know, his program and, and, and use it to make themselves some money. So, again, value, providing value. John Gallo is all over it. Uh, it's a really interesting conversation, and, uh, you know, we're just happy, really happy to have him on. And I think that, uh, that all you guys uh, and gals listening are really going to uh, receive some of the value that he's. Uh, you know, made a trademark of, of his uh, business career and in, in, in the fitness industry. And it was just a good conversation. We think you'll enjoy it. Episode 103, John Gallo. Here we go. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. We have with us today, episode 103. 103, the John Gallo of, you're in New Jersey, aren't you, John? I am, central New Jersey. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I love it. We're, uh, we always podcasting with guests from all over the world, so when we get someone from our home state, we're kind of excited, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Central, where are you exactly? Uh, right in North Brunswick. North Br- Okay, very nice. Did you hear that? He doesn't have an accent, Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah. People tell no, us. It's my own accent, guys. Sorry. Love it. Yeah. Love it. People tell us sometimes. Yeah. We, we talk a little funny, but I think it's everybody else and not us. So, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, so John, you are pretty successful in what you're doing right now and you have it's John Gallo Fitness and you have some other things as well. So, do me a favor, tell our listeners kind of what you're what you're up to. What's going on right now? Sure. So, I'll, I'll bring you right to 2019 um and then we could do a little bit of backstory, but where I'm at right now is um, trying to, to make a difference in the world by incorporating wellness into the workplace. Um, I have a very long history in the industry of fitness. When I was 17, I started with Bally Total Fitness through their sales training. Uh, from there, I worked my way up and partnered up with some guys, owned, operated over a dozen clubs, um, got into the whole corporate fitness world, and recently got my license for massage therapy. Uh, so right now, my biggest thing is going into organizations, whether it be government, whether it be large corporations, um, and offering stretch therapy programs and corporate wellness programs to invigorate um, basically their day. I mean, to give them more energy, to help reduce health costs, um, and, and you know all the benefits that come with that. 
you know, we uh, we have uh, had people on before that are in in uh, corporate wellness and and workplace wellness and running their programs. Why? Uh, what's the impetus for you to uh, to to bring to go to that uh, area of fitness? What is it that you see in it that uh, you know you think you're, you're it's a good beneficial space for you? So I'll tell you where the true passion comes in. I mean, being in the fitness industry, you're doing a lot of selling, right? I mean, you're selling memberships, you're selling personal training, you're selling retail. You're selling yourself. You're selling your club. Um, when it comes really to the corporate world, uh, one of my biggest clients was New York Presbyterian Hospital. And when I offered them the stretch therapy program, I kind of custom tailored it to them. And when you go there and you offer it to the employees, which consisted of mostly the nurses, the doctors, uh, and all the rest of the team, they welcome you with open arms. I mean, I would get hugs and kisses. There was no selling involved. There would be big smiles. I would get to know them on an intimate basis because you're spending hands-on time um, and you're making them feel better instantly. I mean, when I would leave in 15 minutes, they would feel like a new person and they would be revived. So that feeling alone gives you such gratification that it made me want to really take this to the next level and make sure it's something that's scalable. John, if you walked into my house and were like, I'm going to stretch you or massage you for like 45 minutes, I would give you a gigantic hug and my day would probably skyrocket. You know, it's just such a, it's something that is so powerful to take that time that, you know, that whatever time it is for yourself in that day, if you're taking a walk, I mean, obviously we believe in exercise and movement too, but that, that stillness, that mindfulness that, you know what, I'm going to re-energize myself, go back. I mean, doctors, nurses, that's a tough job. I mean, not to discredit other jobs, but that's a powerful, stressful, high, you know, kind of, you know, I, I was thinking of like stock market too. You live in Wall Street, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot. So I, I think that, that most every job that somebody has, you know, there's an aspect of it that that's somewhat difficult and they would you know, welcome, uh, you know, just a small 15 minute relief. And I mean, you, you become the best part of their day, uh, you know, when that happens. So I'm sure that, yeah, hugs, hugs all around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to realize too, at some point in this industry, there has to be, um, gratification for what you do. I mean, we all, or at least I know I really believe in it fulfilling your purpose in life and when you're able to combine all your passions so way back in the day i was into construction i was i had a dj company so i'm very familiar with you know the whole thing with you guys are doing on the mic um been on tv a dozen times and then fitness and when you're able to kind of put that all into one to really change people's lives and make their day better um it, you sleep really well at night and it motivates you uh, tremendously to push forward and, and get other people on board to really make a difference. How how are you seeing it with the companies? Are the companies still strictly doing things on a return on investment basis? Are they um, seeing it? You know, that's always one thing that I always saw. The companies that just want to do it just so that they can save a buck or, you know, rather than seeing their employees almost like family members and saying, hey, I want this person to be healthy and well. And, uh, you know, and with it, you know, I guess some of the return on investment and absenteeism reduction and all those things. Uh, but, you know, are the companies uh, doing it now because it's uh, a helpful service to them and they, they really see that their employees are benefited, uh, you know, when they do go back to their desks or their jobs or their, whatever their role is? Or is it still, you know, really return on investment? I want to save on insurance costs. You know, what's in it for me? Or are they checking a box? Yeah, like, you, oh, yeah, we offer this. Check. Like the other what companies. do you think? What do you see there? That's 
That's a that's a really great question, Brian. Um, and it's it's twofold because what I've found is that the larger organizations um, that really do care about safety and the health of their employees, I think they truly deeply do it because they want their employees to have a better quality of life. And we know that that contributes to the successful culture of the organization, which ultimately in the end, guys, is going to give you a better bottom line because a happier and a healthier employer is going to be a more productive employee is going to be a more productive employee. So those are the smart guys who are doing it. I mean, the hospital supported the program. They, they initiated it with me. Um, Skanska, I mean, when I opened my first gym in 2003 in Queens, Skanska is one of the largest general contracting companies in the world. And it started out where they came down the block, knocked on my door and said, we need you to do a health fair. Fast forward 15 years, and I've been working with them ever since, going to a lot of their job sites and teaching a stretch and flex program. Um, I've been so fortunate. I've been part of the Freedom Tower from the ground up. I was at the beginning of the MetLife Stadium. Um, and in the end, the day before they opened with 2,000 guys on a scissor lift, I was part of the Second Avenue subway, 50 feet on the ground, standing on platforms in mud, doing the stretch and flex with the guys. And, you know, most of them do appreciate it, but there are some people who go through the motions. But I bet you that they do that in a lot of parts of their lives. Right. And, you know, it's it's the same thing with the companies. When I approach smaller companies, like I'm I'm involved with the Chamber of Commerce here in Middlesex County. And I'm an ambassador. I'm on their HR committee. And when you talk to these smaller companies, they totally look at return on investment and they say, oh, well, my employee you're doing this during work hours. Are you crazy? You want me to pay for it out of pocket? So they don't see the big picture. They don't see the difference in the culture. They don't see the benefit for the employee and the retention part of that, which is huge in itself. So it really depends on who's looking at it and from what perspective they're looking at the program that we offer. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's always kind of the rub and, and it's always that relationship, that insurance cost, right? What am I going to save an insurance cost by putting this money? It's like there's only two cogs to this whole equation right. and, and it's just not the case. I mean, you know, God forbid you get a happier person, uh, you know, that, that is working for you now and, you know, maybe someone who is, you know, their shoulder doesn't quite hurt so, hurt quite so much, you know, because of your program that, that you've, uh, that you've rolled out there. So that's, uh, that's, that's very interesting. How do you, um, how do you, usually charge i mean i guess without uh you know if you feel comfortable with that how do you usually um um how do the companies usually pay you for this is it per per um per person is it like an enrollment type of thing is it just a company um you know is like a net cost to it well the cool thing is i can control that so depending on what they need from me like to give you an example when we started at new york presbyterian uh, you know, I'll be very transparent and open because I, I feel that this is a great opportunity for other people to step into this field and open up the entire fitness industry into the wellness industry. Mm -hmm. Now, it started out with me one day, two hours a week on a Friday in their break room, just doing some stretch therapy. By the third week, the HR manager said, we need two of you. I said, no problem. I reached out to connections in the industry. I brought him up to speed. Um, acquired some new talent, taught them what I was doing. They trolled with me for a little bit. And after trailing, they got the formula. I had three guys now, one day a week, two hours. Then by the end of that month, it was like, oh, we need another day. Fast forward six months, 
and I have seven therapists working around the clock in every area of the hospital, um, doing six, seven hour shifts per day. Wow. Uh, you know, the hospital got a discount on volume. So the average price was around 125 an hour. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's good all around because I can pay my therapists well and we get paid well and we're on site. So it's a very convenient service that we offer. But again, I can be flexible. We've done Sheridan hotels where we did chair massages and we charge them 60 or 70. Um, we can get students to work with us from the massage therapy schools. We can get new trainers to teach them. So this is a program that can be custom tailored to any organization to make it happen for them. And they will truly understand once we get our hands on them, the true value of the program. The hardest thing is the pitch. Me trying to explain to you and sell you the program because stretch therapy, they don't know what that is mm-hmm. in the world. And the funny part about that is we, when I was doing the stretch therapy, we also had massage therapists that were there doing massage. And we would be kind of in a different room and we would leave and everyone would be like, oh, my God, that was the best massage ever. I'm like, no, we're the stretch therapist. <laughs> the credit for us. No. So, you know, everybody be like, oh, the massage guys. Yeah, I'm like, no, we're the stretch guys. No, please. So a lot of people still don't get that term and they just, you know, they're not familiar with it. And, you know, trying to create a new trend, a niche in, a, in an industry where nobody knows what's going on is the hardest thing in the world. So you guys are awesome just kind of giving some exposure here, which is cool. What I love and, and I'm I love this, John, because I am not a certified masseuse and nor do I really aspire to be. However, what I've always done, and again, I recently, I have, a, I actually have a full massage table in my house. And it's, don't, don't even, it's just, you know, um, so there's, you know, I have a fitness room and I also have a, a small room now. I have this full massage table. And the reason why I have that is for so many years, so many years, if I've ever worked with someone, one of the things I've always done is assisted stretching. Always. Even when I first started coaching back, you know, I coached volleyball, men, women's, you know, in my, uh, in my 20s, I even started that. And we'd always do assisted stretching. And I thought right. it was so very important. And I learned a lot about that. And even when I work with clients, even if it's, you know, a, a personal, you know, athlete, or if it's someone older working on flexibility and functionality, I always do assisted stretching. And I thought to myself, you know what, I really, you know, I, I really think that this should be something that's incorporated, not just how important I think yoga and stretching is, but to actually work with someone and, you know, what happens post physical therapy is one of the things as well. Post physical therapy, what, what do you do? You release people to the wolves and say, here you go. Insurance won't pay for it. Go find Joey Donuts with his personal training certification and get a personal trainer. No, 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 no. You know, you want to make sure that you're with people that are certified and that do know what they're doing. But your trainers, that you're, I, I even like my trainers, your exercise professionals or people that you work with should be doing some stretching. And I think that what you're doing now with the assisted stretching and the, you know, the stretch therapy, it's not just a massage. You're taking them through range of motion. You're doing so much more. And, you know, as you say, again, it's, it's, thank you. That was the best massage. No, it was actually a stretching session, which sometimes you need, you need that more than just a massage because your muscles need to go through those ranges of motion. And 
I I'm pumping you because <laughs> this is something that, you know, that I do. I don't do it to your scale in any way, shape or form, which that's another conversation to be had. However, it's, it's so important. And I think people walk out and you feel like, Oh my gosh, that, I feel amazing. You, you release yes. an endorphins and, and they're going to work better. They're going to be more focused. That blood is flowing. So kudos to you to, to taking this, you know, to the next level because this needs to be everywhere. And I fully agree that it's hard for smaller businesses to put out that money because, you know, you're looking at your investments, you're looking at your, you know, ROI and everything that you do, but are you taking care of your employees? Right. Period. The end. Go ahead. You're you're spot on with all that. And and I'm going to, I'm going to jump in real quick because you know, the expense, if I was to do one hour at your company and you had four employees and I came Mm biweekly, it's a 15 minute program. I can fit four people in, in one hour. You tell me if we charged you 99 bucks on an EFT twice a month, which is 200 bucks is that not worth the return on investment to have four of your employees and then another four the next week to feel amazing? I mean, it shows that the employer cares. You're getting immediate gratification with your hands on. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was doing the stretching, it was awesome, but I was looking for what's the next step. And while I was in the middle of working with the hospital, I went at 42 years old, I guess 41 at the time. And I was seeking higher education. I enrolled myself in a therapy program to become a medical massage therapist because I wanted to provide the most quality and value service I can for my clients. And that was the the progression of the move. So you doing all your stretching, you know, the next step really is getting your hands on for massage therapy and it can go on from there. You know, it it doesn't end. The education continues so you can keep providing the value. So, so take us through it. What's uh, what's a fifteen minute session like? Um, you know, I obviously probably a little different for everybody, but you know, what's the uh, nuts and bolts to the to the session? Yeah. So the cool part is, um, I knew I was time bound. So especially, let let me bring you in uh, to to visualize this picture. You're at the Freedom Tower in Manhattan. We have a thousand workers, union guys, probably getting paid seventy five bucks an hour with benefits over a hundred dollars an hour. You have 15 minutes. There is never, ever a day I was ever late. I was there an hour early for a 15-minute session, okay? You have to start exactly on time, and you have to give them the biggest bang for your for their buck. So those 15 minutes, every single second has to be accounted for, and it has to be the most effective thing that you can do. So I had to become very creative um, with the modalities that I used, and there's two different formats. When I was on a job site, or in an organization where we were in a parking lot, we had multiple people. It was a follow along. So it was a warm up. It was a full body stretch starting from the head down. I demonstrated they followed. Depending on the organization and depending on the job site. So if it was a construction site, we would focus on the injuries in that workplace. So if there were a lot of soft tissue in, in injuries, if there were MSDs, musculoskeletal disorders that were showing up in the reports, they would tell me ahead of time what they were. And we would focus a little bit more on those. If it was more of an office, we would focus more on the back, the neck, the forearms. So it really is catered to your organization and your workplace. Now, in the hospital, it's different because it was one-on-one hands-on. That was a very streamlined program where we didn't do any sort of pre-assessment, no post-assessment. We weren't repairing anybody. We weren't doing any sort of um, – 
you know, rehabilitation. It was basic range of motion. It started out with, I have a couple of different tools I use, which are really cool, like the roller with the teeth that kind of stimulates the sensors in the skin. Um, I always use the heated massage tool. So I was doing that before all these Theraguns were out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, simple therapy ball, depending on the person. If they were very small and bony, I had a smaller ball. Uh, I had a softer ball. I had a larger ball. I mean, we dealt with people three, 400 pounds where I'm almost using my elbow to kind of get in there. And then it was range of motion work. Most of it was done either in a chair. Um, we did all the work, so it was passive for them. And um, that 15 minutes goes by so fast, and it's usually from, like, the waist up that we cover everything. And I, I trademarked my program, so I got an approved trademark, which is really cool. Um, and I made it scalable where I can teach you in a six-hour seminar and get you certified, and you can be up and running doing your own corporate stretch therapy called the Stretch and Flex Advantage. That, that's very interesting. What are the prerequisites uh, or certifications or anything that, that you would need walking into your program? Well, you'd have to be a nationally certified trainer. Uh, we always prefer working with uh, licensed massage therapists in their state because when you have your hands on people, you really are supposed to have your license for touching. As a trainer, you're able to do your assisted stretching, so you can do that. A lot of the stretch and flex, which was really just leader-led, is great for trainers. But when you get more into the hands-on, you really want to have a little bit more of that medical background, uh, make sure you have your insurances. So you can enter into a program and, you know, it, it doesn't take really that long to get, but um, it's something that can, can be taught and is definitely worth the effort. So is that something that is um, that you can do online or is it something that has to be in person when you run those? It, it would be a workshop in person because I would go through all the motions. I mean, there's different parts to the, the six-hour seminar. Um, there's going to be your hands-on, and there's also going to be the educational. Um, I also developed that. I had worked with a, a business development company to help me put together all the documents in place, so the liability waivers, um, the sign-up sheets. When you hire independent contractors, you have to have those forms ready to go. Um, there's so much that's really involved, and I spent a good portion of my time putting that together so that we can scale this business. That's great. And and would they now be, um, you know, able to be independent of of you once the certification is? It's just more or less like a, like any other certification. Uh, you know, they they're not. You know, of course, they're you'd you'd like to hire them if uh, business blows up and uh, the next hospital down the road, uh, you know, calls comes knocking. You can use them uh, their services there. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So the the cool thing about me is I didn't do this to get greedy and I didn't do this to make tons of money. The money has been phenomenal. I mean, just one client, I made, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars just from the hospital, one hospital alone. So the money is there. And if you're a trainer or a therapist, and you want to increase your revenue stream. It's easy to do. But for me, I'm doing more of a licensing. So you pay like 200 bucks for the certification, which is nothing. And then you pay monthly like 25 bucks. And you can get the licensing to use my trademark name, Stretch and Flex Advantage, which has all the press releases. It has all, um, you know, it has the, the support behind it, uh, which is my reputation and my name and the company that I've built. So for 25 bucks a month, as long as you want to utilize my programming of Stretch and Flex Advantage, that's really all it's costing you, whether you're making 500 a month or 50,000 a month. That's, uh, that's, that's, it's very reasonable. 
you know it's it's definitely something that uh you know even if you're just using it, using it as an add-on to to what you have going on already um you know it's 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 a it's a nice way to uh to bring in some extra revenue for sure amazing yeah. so john tell us what um what led you to this how about that how about what led you into this whole fitness world because you said that you know you got involved with gyms you were involved with ballets has that always been the case for you have you always been this you know i'm into fitness i'm kind of go-getter has what, what led that yeah i mean if, if i take you back from when i was really young my my grandfather was at the fitness and i'll never forget you know he was almost like my dad and he would do his sit-ups on the bed every single day when he got home from work and he kind of picked me up on his feet and do his abs and you know, I would work out with him as a little kid. Uh, my dad was always into fitness. He was always going to ballets, Jack Lane. So 12, 13 years old, I started training. I was an athlete. Um, I played baseball all throughout high school. Uh, I played semi-pro for a little bit. I played football. Um, but I started when I was 19 and I worked for ballets. I got into a good crowd that were, was competing for bodybuilding. So at 19, I did my first bodybuilding competition. Um, I was living in Staten Island, New York, and I competed and I loved it. And I always stayed involved, whether a trainer um, or a competitor, but I've been training my entire life. And from the construction industry, because my grandfather was a builder, I hooked up with a bunch of guys who started to um, build the Dolphin Fitness Chain. They were on Staten Island and they said, look, we, I was, I was uh, running nightclubs, doing MCing on the stage. And I was doing construction and then private weddings and parties. So I had the construction. I was always in the fitness as a trainer. And then I was doing nightclubs and parties. So, like, the clock never stopped. And when I met these guys, probably back in 2001, 2002, you know, we kind of hit it off. The energy was there. And they said, hey, listen, we want you to build us a gym. So I was like, all right, cool. Where? They're like Queens. And I'm a Brooklyn boy. And But I'm like, what the hell is Queens? I never really had a reason to go there. But I went out there and I saw the potential. Um, I built up their first gym and they said, listen, we love you. We want you to be a partner. So I had sold my construction company. I got involved in that first gym. And then every single year after that, um, we were either buying a new gym, acquiring, building a new gym um, to the point where we had a dozen locations. And I was kind of, you know, one of the area directors running them all. So I was doing a lot of talent acquisition, talent development. I was still doing the construction of the clubs um, still had some private clients. My wife, fortunately, we're together 20 years in February, and uh, she's been involved with me in the industry as a trainer, as a manager. So we were able to do that for all those years and run really hard. We didn't have any kids at the time. Um, and then the business started to change a lot when the Planet Fitness came in, when the Retro Fitness came in, and all these $10 a month clubs just started destroying the industry. Because they took away the integrity of it, and all they focused on was the price. So this is probably 2010-11, and I knew that I had to make a decision to switch. And my decision was to get into a higher price point and take these guys out by offering more. And I got into the MMA. So I said, let me go right to the top. I went out, I reached out, and I just literally bombarded Randy Couture. And I said, listen, I have a bunch of gyms. I want you and me to work together. He probably looked at me like I was crazy, but a few months later, we connected. We put together a program, and I started building out the Extreme Couture um, MMA centers within our gyms. So that was really cool. That lasted for a couple of years. I sold those off along with the gyms, and then I went and ran Derek Jeter's clubs in Manhattan for 24-Hour Fitness. 
So I was one of the only multi-unit operators running two clubs um, that were doing multiple millions of dollars per month in Manhattan. And um, I loved it. I mean, it was a great experience to work with some top-level guys to really get industry um, insights into how this industry works and how large it really is when it's a billion, billion-dollar industry. Wow. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I can, I can talk all day. <laughs> well, that's what you're here for. Well, I was just, I was just going back to it's the evolution. So, John, there's never, we never talk to anyone that doesn't have such a cool, circuitous story of like, yeah, well, I was here, and then, and then I went here, and then the, it's. I mean, you listen to yourself. You listen to, you know, all right, this is where it's going, and and the fitness industry is, it's a live beast. I mean, it's. It's, you can go and work in business. I always say, you know, I I have some business degrees too. And I'm like, you know, when I was in investment banking, it is, the fitness industry is a separate beast. You could deal with people, you know, you could deal with people's money is one thing. Very important. But now you're dealing with people's emotions. You're dealing with people's physical selves. You're dealing with a lot of mind, you know, a lot of mindset. And that's where it really gets you know, it really gets very intricate and, you know, for you to kind of maneuver through this and say, all right, here's what people seem to be wanting. Here's what, you know, I think is the next big thing. Identifying that, you know, the, the, honestly, we're in there with you with the 24 hour and the, or not 24 hour, but like when we came in with the, um, the $10, um, you know, gym memberships where it's like, you know, we want you to join and we want you to not come. It's, it's like, no, we, we see what's going on in this world. We see the issues with food and medicine and people getting sick. And we've got to use our, you know, our movement, our fitness and our food as medicine. And we want you there. We want you doing something like you're doing with your mindfulness in, you know, in corporate America and hospitals. This is where we need to be. We want you to come. We actually want you to come to us, like make us work so that you can be healthier. Right. So. And because you feel better when you're able to help people, especially on a large scale. And one of the things I didn't mention that is probably one of my biggest accomplishments that I didn't do much with, unfortunately, is in 2016, um, you know, when I had gotten rid of everything that I had, I realized that I've been through so much in the industry from the mom and pop to the larger organizations. Mm-hmm. And I realized that the average client is a not getting the results they need. And B, they're getting caught by all this marketing and all this crazy stuff. So I knew that I had to get 25 years of experience of all my research and everything I've been through out into the public. And I wrote a book. And I got a 130-page book called The Ultimate Guide to Joining a Gym. Um, it's on Amazon. And it's it's my experience speaking factually. I go into Everything I can think of, all the right questions to ask your trainer before you get one, all the questions your trainers should be asking you. I go into contracts. I go into um, what you should be asking in the gym, all the benefits and perks you should be getting that you don't know you get. Um, I kind of – I just gave all the industry secrets away that I learned over the years so that people can be an educated consumer because I feel like if you're educated, everybody wins. And I always say I would rather have 100 members who pay me a thousand dollars a month and buy my T-shirts, buy my shakes, take my training, refer their family, than have 5,000 members who only 3,000 pay, and the other ones we got to chase. And it's so many people we don't care, and they don't come in, we don't know who they are. 
that's not the business model I like. And that's all that they're built on these planets, these retros, these blinks. They don't, they give you pizza parties for God's sake. I mean, let's be real. What kind of a fitness center is that? Yeah. You're preaching you know, to the choir over here, and that's just an incredible resource for people to have. You know, definitely uh, go out and uh, check Amazon for that for that book because it's, um, it, you know, it's scary. It's scary out there, and I've, I've, you know, I I like the boutique setups myself. You know, the places that I, I work for two gyms in particular, and and uh, you know, and 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 they are. You know, they're neat. They're families. They're home. You know, like, you know, it's like it's even like the small Facebook groups that they put together that no one else could see is a, is a nice place for them. And, and uh, you know, they just get more out of it. They get more out of it. They, they're more than just, a, you know, a, um, you, you know, a digit in the in, you know, they're more than just a number, um, you know. So it's uh, it's very cool that you had that going on. I You know, I guess w- with your lead up and all the places that you were. Uh, and then you said when you put it aside, uh, and you you know are now doing what you're doing now with the, with the stretch therapy. What what was the reason? What was the reason to leave that one ship and and kind of start the, you know in the other ship? Or was it you know was it just like what what was it that made you change um, either your your mind or your attitude about things? Or had you had enough and you just wanted to do something on your own? What, what was the impetus there? Uh, well, that's a great question, and I would say it's it's the typical entrepreneurial roller coaster where sometimes when one door closes and another one opens. Because while I was at the height and I was doing the hospital and we had seven therapists, it was hard to do something else. And luckily, I didn't have another facility. I had just finished doing a big consulting job, I think, with UFC or something, opening a club with them. Um, but recently, I mean, as of this February. I, my wife and I felt that we really wanted to get back to the hands on and do something on a smaller scale because we have a girl now and our baby's four and we've been teaching her about health and fitness and nutrition and exercise and we lead by example because kids do what they see, not what you say. And we opened up a place in the Brunswick Square Mall on Route 18 called Results Fitness Academy. And the whole theory behind that is we train you one on one training, but we educate you. So we really sit down and talk about your goals. Um, we talk about your behaviors because the only way to sustain and achieve your results is to, is to change the behaviors that you're making on a daily basis. You're making bad choices and decisions, and that's why you're out of shape, and that's why you're not successful where you want to be in the physical world and probably in the financial world. Um, so Results Fitness Academy offers – those behavioral changes in a really cool environment, which is small. It's just me and my wife teaching. We do a lot of one-on-one small group, and we actually just signed a new lease um, for a bigger store twice the size. So July 1st is supposed to be our grand opening um, of the new store, which we just built one out three months ago, and now we're building out a new one. So we're pretty pumped about that, you know. It's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I'm just so excited that we all connected because your book that you're talking about, you know, educating people and, you know, taking it to a different level of who are you working with, something we talk about all the time, how important it is for, you know, if you're going out to look for a professional, whether it's a trainer or a doctor or someone else, all the time people come to us, and I'm sure they've come to you your whole life, you know, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? How do I lose weight? How do I get? And it's interesting because I'd like to think that the three of us here are pretty much, you know, pretty much in the know of staying up on the latest trends and the latest research and the exercise science and, you know, what's coming out in the medical field. Whereas most people 
will just go to anyone, ask them, and believe what they say. It's, you know, when, I, when I was a teacher and I'd tell the kids, you know, you can't just, you know, go on the Internet, Google something, and think it's real. It could be anybody right. coming up with that. And, you know, you really have to ask, are you certified? Are you certified through a major certifying body? You know, what's your experience? You know, have you worked with people with osteoarthritis? Have you worked with people with disease? Have you worked with athletes? Have you, it, it's so important. And by the way, have you worked with mindset? Because if you don't take care of the mind, who cares about the body? You know, what? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then how about financially? I mean, you go to some of these organizations that's charging you top dollar for trainers and they're giving you entry level trainers. Yeah. So I at all the time where people were getting robbed because they were just putting them with any trainer and charging them for master level training. So there were a lot of things that I got to see um, that I just wanted to make people aware of because it's so not fair when people are putting their time and their trust into somebody they're getting that facade. They're getting kind of a Facebook trainer sometimes and shame on them for not doing their research. But in the same respect, they they're jumping in with faith and they shouldn't be misled by that. And I just wanted to make sure that people were aware, um, even walking in to join, like what questions should you ask before you join? Where should you join? How should you find the club? How do you get mentally prepared to find the club? There are so many questions that the hardest part is getting started and making a commitment. And I have to tell you, I've sat in front and across the table from thousands and thousands of people, and I would always try to analyze in my head, why didn't this person join? They need it. Their Mm -hmm. doctor said it. We talked about their goals. They agreed with me. We overcame objections. We went through everything, and they left, and they didn't come back. So there's fear, right, and there's a level of confidence that they didn't have. So I felt that if we were able to educate them some, it would give them more of a comfort level to kind of at least take that first step in the door and try to get with the right person that could help them accomplish their goals. How do you guys feel about this? I'm going to ask you. Many times I'm in a conversation with people, and it might not be, you know, might not people, it might not be just someone joining a gym, but they'll say, you know, they'll say, what, you know, I don't know how to do this or this or where should I join? What should I do? I have this injury, and I always say the best investment you can make, hire someone, hire someone that you trust, whether it be a trainer or a health coach or something, hire them, work with them, even if it's just for a few sessions to figure out what would be best for you. And then maybe you can, you know, and again, I I would, I'd say, you know, it doesn't have to be me, but work with someone one-on-one so you can figure out the direction. And then maybe, that would help you alleviate some of that fear of maybe walking into a place or, you know, how do you, how do you guys feel about that? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, one of the things that bothered me so much when you're training in the gym and, you know, I like to have my time, but I'm very, very aware of my surroundings because when you're, when you own gyms and when you're in the business, you have to know everything that's going on around you. And when you see people, there every day for hours and they really have a desire to do something good for themselves but they don't get any results it's because they don't have the knowledge and they're scared to ask a trainer they don't know the right questions to ask so i think what you're saying is is spot on i mean sometimes you just have to go over in in a very um sensitive way because you don't want to be overpowering you don't want to scare them you don't want to be a salesperson and being a trainer 
all of that should be part of, of your, of your skill set. I mean, it's not just about counting reps. It's like you said, it's the mindset, it's the behavioral patterns. It's being able to get somebody to a level that they need to get to. And how do you do that? How are they motivated? Are they motivated by money? Are they motivated by the way they look? Are they motivated by the way they feel? There are so many different questions and, and you're spot on with what you're saying. I mean, we have to get that message out there. Yeah, I, I always thought the hard thing, you know, one of the hard things is that the, the industry has it designed so that, you know, as a trainer, I've got to get everything into these first 12 sessions or else they're going away and I'm never going to get them back. And it's just like, you know, and, and, and you, you don't, right. sometimes you don't always have time to take the slow train and that's what's needed. You know, that's why we do things for ourselves now where we're not, you know, uh, you, you know, have the handcuffs of the corporation or the industry kind of telling us how to do our own thing. Um, you know, the more time we have with the folks, the better. So, you know, if it's, uh, you know, you just, it's, it's very, it's very difficult. They, they're buying a block of whatever and they want exactly what, you no, know, 100% of whatever I can give them in that block. And that's just a difficult position for everybody. Um, cause the chances are it's just not not going to happen. So John, yeah, yeah, I agree. In the uh with the uh the idea of time right now, um what I would like to do by the way is just ask you if there's any last big piece of advice or something you could give to our listeners that you've really you really feel passionate about. What would that be? Um well, one of the latest things that I've done this year uh, recently as of February, which is really cool, is I, I've taken all my talents, whether it be from my business aspect and my training aspect, and I moved a little bit into management, and I acquired one client. So IFBB Pro Jeff Beckham is one of the top 10 bodybuilders in the world, and I signed him on. I am now his agent. And now you're talking about one of the best trainers in the world, okay, one of the best bodybuilders, very, very knowledgeable, up on stage, I'm trying to encourage him on a higher level to be mentally prepared and better and better with his business acumen in order to change his entire life and in the same respect, change the lives of many other people. So ultimately, my message is try to be the best person you can be and do the most you can for other people. Provide that value and understand that you are valuable. And it took me a long time later in life to realize just how important that is. So understand your value, always educate yourself, and try to give that value to as many people as you can so they can make the world a better place and have a better quality of life. God, I needed to hear that That, today. That's a golden nugget. (laughs) John Gallo. John, before we get out of here, tell tell, uh, tell our listeners where uh, we can find you on social media and, uh, you know, Internet and everything. Absolutely. Thank you. So everything for me, really, Facebook, Instagram, it's all at John Gallo Fitness, and there's no H in my name, so it's J-O-N-GalloFitness.com. Um, that's the website, too, JohnGalloFitness.com. My stretch therapy company is called Now I'm Fit, N-O-W-I-M-F-I-T.com. That's all my uh, corporate wellness. And then we have Results Fitness, uh, ResultsFA.com which is going to be our studio in the mall. And last but not least, you got to get your hands on that book right on Amazon, The Ultimate Guide to Joining the Gym. Awesome. All of this is going to be up on our links, on our websites, on whatever. We're going to put it all out there. And um, and when this episode drops, you'll see all those as well. Super excited. John, you were awesome today. 
Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Your energy is amazing. You guys have a face for a TV, man. I hope that we got some people here. Such a good couple, and, and you got such great energy, and um, I really appreciate being here. It means a lot to me, and I thank you so much for sharing. Well, we're happy to have you, John. I appreciate you coming on. Share, share, share. Like and subscribe, right. all have- that fun stuff. That's right. You guys have a great rest of the day. All right. Awesome, John. And with that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazes. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.